Welcome back Episode 97 Nitty Gritty Sports Talk Radio Show I go by the name of Roscoe English And of course I'm here with the flock Got my guy Keys with me What's going on y'all? How y'all feeling out there? My man Nick Yes sir, yes sir Happy Monday And of course last but not least Keith PJ The madness is real stuff Madness is real Upsets are everywhere But first We got a special guest A returning guest Jalen Ferguson of the Baltimore Ravens is on the line with us. Sir, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Appreciate you bringing me back. I appreciate you coming back on. All right, let's get straight to it. So um, talk to us a little about your uh, second season and what you plan on improving going into the third. Second season, you know, it wasn't bad. I had a lot of plans going into the second season, but I didn't expect uh, – pandemic to affect the season as much as it did per se because you know we went almost two weeks in between practicing and playing games mm-hmm. you know it, it don't really seem it's harder than it that was a lot harder because we had time cut off and training and just that was a different time of the year it was a different time for everybody but going forward to year three you know, i'm definitely got more time left in the skills mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely more hungry right now. Cause I see how, you know, I see everything else on the board in front of me. But, you know, I see guys that's literally playing next to me last year. They're not here no more. So, you know, it's my time, my time to start contributing. It's a great attitude to have going into the next season. And you, you touched on it a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about how the team persevered through adversity last season. Um, from the 6-5 and five start, um, to the COVID issues on the team? I mean, you know, it was all just little to get better on everyone. We got taught a very harsh lesson about that, but they stopped nothing going forward. You know, back to where we started at. Oh, wait, no, we're ready to start the season fresh. Everybody hungry, everybody healthy. I'm ready to go. Sound excited. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely. So, Jalen, you recorded a sack this year against our rival Pittsburgh Steelers, Big Ben. Walk us through that play. Oh, yeah, that's the play right after, uh, right after Judon had got suspended for whatever Judon had got suspended for. We can't talk about that good or bad. But, you know, I just felt like we had to go in. That was my time to shine. I seen the opportunity. Then it's Big Ben. You know, not too many people going to get to say Big Ben. He winded it up. I'm glad to add my name on that list. Hey, his name's on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, hey, hey Jalen, so you know the one host, Skull. You know he's a Steeler fan, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I remember something. Yeah. Like uh, I'm glad yeah, you remember really me, sir. <laughs> yeah. You didn't really talk too long. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tomorrow. Yeah, you had a bright spot, <laughs> but. A little, you know, little yellow flag on the ground. <laughs> so could you discuss it? It's all good. It's all good, yeah. but. You know, definitely, definitely can't wait to this season. Definitely. Definitely. And to lead into that, can you discuss what the Ravens said as rivalry means to you now that you're two, two seasons in? Well, two seasons in, I played the Steelers four times. And I feel like, you know, that's your whole staple as a Raven. Like, you can be on a team, you can play a couple games, but you can't really play, say you're a Raven until you play against the Steelers. You know, really got into it and got into them with the black and the yellow. So, um, we all know the Ravens got hit hard with COVID issues. So, talk about how the team persevered through that uh, adversity 
in that six and five start? I mean, on the team, you know, we weren't really, it wasn't as bad as it had blew up to in the media. Like, to us, it's just like one or two guys just got sick, and then, you know, other than that, we was all just being real cautious about it. And it really turned into a headache in the end just because of all the rules and regulations because it got to a point where, you know, we're getting tested every single day, mm-hmm. but people are getting sick every single day. So what are we doing? But in the end, you know, we finally got everybody back, finally got over all our issues. You know, you seen it. We was a good team. We was a ready team. We was that team from the start. You know, but we had to wear our masks. So the Ravens finally got over Tennessee hurdle this season. What did the win mean inside the Ravens locker room? How big was that game, you know, overcoming that for you guys? Finally beat Tennessee, like a, a breath of relief. Because our history haven't been that good. And going into the game, the hype was more in their favor than our favor. And right. coming out COVID stuff, you know, everybody already doubting us. But going in, go in with a win, go in and come out with a win, beautiful. Especially the compared this time last year. Oh man. Yeah. But you know, we finished the job, we got a lot of great steps in the right direction. We beat the right people. Yeah, man. Time to uh regroup and go back at it next season. Let me ask you this though, I mean, uh do you and the team feel like you guys let one slip in Buffalo? You no, know, it's any given Sunday. Sure. Yeah. You no, know, we maybe we wasn't good as we thought we were last year, but I know we're coming back this year better. Like, we can't change that. We fought hard. We fought hard all the way to the end. Yeah. You know, a shout out to Lamar. Lamar trying to do it all himself at one point. But you know, the team may never leave him. The team may never abandon him. He never thought that he was bigger than the team or doing nothing that we all couldn't you know, rally behind him and take care of. Definitely. But we got this season. We got this. definitely got this season. Lamar's still good. He's still, you know, he's still him. There's not going to be no major changes. Oh, yeah, that's a Lamborghini right there. <laughs> hey, just a one-off question, Jalen. What, what, what's Lamar like in the locker room, man? Well, he just like, you know, you want to tell he's Lamar. Mm. He's like the little friend, he lets friendly guy in the locker room. When you walk around, he talk to everybody, talk to every single person every single day. You know, you're a real jokester. You like Judah, except for nobody like Judah. <laughs> why, why, why nobody like Judon? What, what was, what was the problem with Judon? I, I got, I got know this. Judon in his own, you know, his own category. He's one of a kind man. That's why he's not in nine. Cause no, you know, ain't nobody else like him. Nobody but him. But you know, now he's a rival right now. So oh, yeah, he take his Taco anyway. Bell body to New England. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so why we got you on that one, then, Jalen? What 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 do you miss most about having Jude on on the team? Oh, just his energy, man. Jude got a lot of energy. The one had a kid in the class that always telling jokes and always clapping real loud and off beat. <laughs> like it's hard to find somebody to match that energy on and off the field because you know he's real productive on the field and he's like this goofball in the locker room. You wouldn't believe it's this guy. This is number <laughs> nine nine. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Oh, we believe it. 
So, Jalen, compare this time last year, the, you know, the start of the pandemic to now as far as the preparation for this season. How much of an effect will return of minicamp and OTAs will have on the team? Uh, I don't think it'll have an effect. More like it's like a sigh of relief. Let everybody know that everything going back to normal. You know, then we out and we get to work out our kinks early instead of having to wait till right before the season and stay six feet apart. And, you know, a new restrictions coming out every week. We gotta set, you know, we gotta set marker where we at and we know where to go from. I'm excited about many cats and OTAs. I'm excited just to see us because hiding in the house. Yeah, people kind of nervous we're going forward, but when you can see the work and you can see the, the progress all the way up until the season, it gives a lot of people more confidence going into the season. Definitely. So, Jalen, what are two to three areas that you I hope y'all don't have, a, like, a, uh, a towel hanging up in there. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm I'm the walking, breathing, terrible towel. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Hey, Jalen, we use them for doormats around here. We see, on see, that. see, 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 see what you see. What y'all can do, see what y'all can do, is last time you were on Jalen, I told you we was gonna talk, <laughs> and you I'm did. gonna get through this. And and I did. I'm glad you remembered that. When we get through these questions, you did. When we get through these questions, but at the same time, this is a voluntary interview. Yeah. <laughs> when we get through these questions. <laughs> Especially game one, yeah. like game one, like the first one, because that was that that was here. That was that that was in the big crab cake. Let us finish the interview, Scott. All right, go ahead. Yeah, man, a big crab cake. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> what are two, three areas of your game that you've been focusing on this off season? Uh, really, like maintaining the position. I mean, like it's easy when you're going to get going, but like starting coming into the season hot. And maintaining that all the way through the season, because mm -hmm. we got some big games early. You know, yeah. it's not the year to pick up halfway through the season or pick up on the bottom half. It's coming in hot and staying hot. For sure, definitely. Must be all that still talk messed up the connection. <laughs> ah, I like that. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we're gonna keep that. Hey, Jalen. So I, I asked, despite flashing your potential this season, you were a healthy scratch four out of the last six games of the year. How would that feel you going into year three, and what's your main goal for this year? My main goal this year is, like, a personal goal is for the next time we talk, this talk be under different circumstances. You know, we mm -hmm. handle business accordingly, and all talls will be put away mm. all year long. <laughs> but me and myself, like, I want to go into this season and finish this season stronger than ever. Like, when we talk the next time at the end of the season, you know, great season. You ain't missed no games for it. You finish up a strong season, healthy season, blessed season. Nah, you know, we talked to you your first year and your second year. Here we are going into your Pro Bowl year. Mm. That's my goal going into it. I hear that. Yeah, we going to claim that. Like, it's about time I started to do more, you know, what I came to do. Yeah. You're going to have an opportunity this year. You're going to so have an opportunity. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And start with many camps and start with OTAs. When do those start? We don't have official date on everything yet because, you know, they got the the vaccine courses going on and uh, stuff of that nature. I'm just a lonely football player, though. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel any pressure going into this year? Like, do you feel like it's a make or break year or, or not at all? 
Nah, I don't feel no pressure. Because I seen, like, the greats, when they did it, they never felt pressure. It was always fun. This part of the year was pressure for them. And I took that challenge to go into the offseason, make my offseason the hard part of my year. So when that time comes, you know, it's the thing. You know, we're going to work up until the moment. But when the moment comes, time to shine and show off all the work I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to say it looked like you was working early in the offseason. which you went down south to work a little bit. Saw you in the gym putting in work. Yeah, I went to Miami. Yeah, I went to Miami to get it, get it started early, right, at the season. Because I started seeing people. It's, it's just amazing. Contracts is out there. Opportunity out there. Mm-hmm. I want some of that. I figure if I work hard enough, push through, work and push through, I can get them same opportunities. Absolutely. So um, tell us about the free bike giveaway that you're holding this Saturday, March 27th in Louisiana. Uh, I'm partnering with my you know, my cousin from up the street when I was saying in the neighborhood. His name is Danny Johnson. He played for the Washington football team. And we partnered and give back bikes for Easter just because then the real, real spike in everything going on at home and people under the pressure of just being stuck inside. And now, you know, time to come outside and come back to the normal world and everything not like how it was. So, you know, I mean, a little, a little everybody, let the kids get some bikes. I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm not going to be in time because I'm on the clock right now because my lady can give birth any day. Mm-hmm. But okay, congratulations. Congrats, I'm bro. still, you know, everything's still going through. Thank you. I hope she heard that. Oh, I hope she don't hear this too. <laughs> well, we appreciate you giving us your time, giving that. Man. You know what you having? Yeah, but everybody on the edge. So, yeah, I'm having a girl. They told us about accident. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, Jalen. Yeah, so, so, like, did you need a terrible towel to like wipe away any tears from the two losses? The two losses. I don't know. No? I might. No. I might use might. one when I slammed it up at the second big bend. <laughs> ah. How was it sacking Big Ben? Is he that's a, as a, that, that that's a big boy. Oh, that's a big boy. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard for me to say you know, I'm pretty big. You walk up on me like oh my but yeah, he's pretty big man. I mean you seen all the other videos of him going through quarterback drills. He just eat the drill, but ah, I sacked him, he's on my stack list now. <laughs> Ain't that terrible towel is on my white list right next to the toilet. Let's not forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that energy. As long as long as we go two and zero against y'all, I like that energy. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me back. You know, ah, so appreciate being back talking to other people. You know, could stay at home with the towel. <laughs> Hey, man, we hope to see you at the crab cake and shit for sure in the bank. Yeah, yeah, we want to see you up clear. Yeah, I want to wave the flag in front. I want to wave that tile in front of you. We'll see you after the game. Facts. My man. man. Both times. My both man. Because you know everything nice comes twice a year. Facts. Right. Oh, you know, you know, we be up sure. in Pittsburgh, Ferg, so we'll be there. For sure. As long and as the and world if you're really real, beat you three times. 
That's that's what put the that's what put the candles on the cake. Yeah, put the candles on the tape right there. Y'all had an opportunity to play us three times. Next all right, all right, all right. That's all right. what I'm saying. All right. That's energy I love. That's all right. got that much swing yeah. in it. I'm about to say, we wipe our ass with them tiles, Ferg, man. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's go, go know that. And you, you, and you should know I don't care. <laughs> no, I do not care. I appreciate <laughs> Hey, but Jalen, we, we really appreciate you coming back on with us, man. Facts. Always good to have them on. Brian Activations business openings recently engaged or any new life event that deserves a celebration start planning with pen jones events owner and principal planner page guarantees a fun and stress-free planning experience managing every event aspect including budgets timelines vendor negotiations event design and more pen jones events is a full service wedding and event planning company based in maryland we curate extraordinary events tailored to you let's start planning today for a free 30-minute consultation, visit ppjevents.com. All right, fellas, let's get into some NBA news. LeBron James has been ruled out indefinitely with a high ankle sprain, leaving the Lakers without his two top stars. Y'all good? I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I'm straight. Keith, are, you, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I think. Yeah, I okay. think this, he'll be all right. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. scary, though. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, I definitely didn't like it. Um, But, hey, that's basketball, man. That's It, it happens. Did it say how long he's going to be out? Not officially. Yes, yeah, Indefinitely, weeks. probably like a, at least a month. So, are y'all worried about falling in standards then? Yeah, but then you got to remember... Then you gotta remember, all right, well, if you get the vets back, if you get LeBron and A D, they don't care about a seventh eighth seed. You know what I mean? Like they'll be able they're seasoned enough to where that won't matter. They just gotta be healthy. Yeah, and if you're talking about the first or second seed, it could be a Utah, Phoenix up and like they I don't think they're gonna have no problem. I think Utah or Phoenix will be mad about it more than we are. But um the biggest thing for us right now is been health. Um AD just keep getting pushed back, which is fine with me. I guess LeBron was playing now. I mean, you you losing a big chunk of your scoring now. You saw it last night when we played Phoenix. Like, you saw when LeBron went out the game against Atlanta. Um, side note, shout out to Nate McMillan, though. Atlanta been playing good basketball. Uh, I think they like 8-9-0 or 9-0 under him right now. Um, but, yeah, I'm not I'm not too worrisome. I think we got some vets. I think, I think we'll be able to tread water. I will I will differ in Keith in in saying the treading water aspect. I don't know. Um, I do think the Lakers like have done enough as far as heavy lifting to this point to where even if they fall without the t- the big two, they'll have enough to get into the playoffs. But what I see out there is, you know, KCP can't create his own shot. Kuzma is supposed to step in in these type of situations and get you twenty points. He ain't doing that. Um, Wesley Matthews I mean if you have to depend on Wesley Matthews you might as well pack up and go home Um, it's going to be tough it's going to be tough and you know with the back to backs um, you know the the rigorous second half schedule it's going it's going to get to a point where they might start begging them to come back earlier than what they need to so you, you, you have to hope that people can step up but 
Yeah, because I mean, I don't know this, the talent's there. Yeah, I'm about to say at this point, I mean, you under 30 games left in the season, so. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing got to be health because you're talking about, what, mid-May, we talking playoff time. AD, AD schedule keep getting pushed back. One one minute is we're going to reevaluate him two weeks, then we talking he out for another I think month. AD might be, I might think AD might be done for the year. I mean, I told you, I said that when it happened. I said, yeah. I don't know. Right, sure. Yeah, you you essentially yeah. got to just, t- you got to rupture the tear, or, or they, they got to go in and just fix it. And I mean, the benefit is the fact that y'all won the championship. Now you can reassure them, like it ain't, yeah, it ain't yeah, no exactly. rush now. No y'all already got one under your belt, right? You can. Put your, but the thing on. is, if you're gonna reassure them, they should have been reassured them, because now you're cutting in the next season at this point. Because the Achilles is a nine to twelve, eight to twelve month injury. So I mean, if you're gonna reassure them, then let's just do it. That's where I'm at with it. I saw him shooting free throws pre-game. Uh, uh, prior to the Suns game, and it's just like I get that there's some sort of desperation, but you don't mortgage that at any cost. Um, because again, like yeah. he said, if you play around with this season, next season is at jeopardy, is at risk. Yeah. And with LeBron's injury, I mean, it's a high ankle sprain. I mean, a high ankle sprain is just a simple term for ankle ligament tear. So, not only is it a tough injury to come back from quickly, but if he comes back too quick, he could re-injure it. And you know you don't want to play with his anything lower body. You don't want to play with like Braun has Braun has done good enough to not get seriously injured his entire career. If he needs a month, give him a, give him a month and a and a half. Oh no, facts. I mean Braun, the way he trained in rehab, he he he's somewhere in the hyperbaric chamber right now. Oh, he's in Wakanda yeah, right now. Yeah, facts. So <laughs> he's getting yeah, the vibe right now. Yeah, exactly. He's coming so, back with a whole new leg. Yeah, Braun gonna be fine. I'm not worried about Braun, but AD, the Achilles, like that's just something. I don't care if he rehabbing and walking, like, it's going to feel good. But until you out there and somebody come and you dribbling and somebody step and you make that cut that you haven't made in training or rehab, that's when that's when it get ugly. Because you can't simulate game speed and the stuff that happened in the game. And the Achilles is just, to the point that they describe it on him, the shit sound like it's like, it's, it's, it's about to go. So I don't. I don't know if you if it has to go before you can do surgery. I don't know how that works. I'm not a doctor like Jay Ferg said. But, yeah, they, I mean, we, we coming to a point where that decision going to have to be made. And I, I wasn't aware of what Morris said, Nick, but I seen you post it, and that it kind of pissed me off too because what what are you crying for about <laughs> scheduling? Everybody plays 12, 30, three, whatever them early games. Like, what are you crying for? They put us against a bunch against a bunch of twenty year olds at twelve o'clock. What did they expect would happen? Or Marquise Morris. Like you can't you can't predict injuries. If Braun ain't complaining, I don't yeah. I want you to shut up. That's you, my point. You should just shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> like if everybody plays a twelve thirty game at some point. Who cares if you played it against twenty year olds or you played it against older cats? Like it don't matter. You still gotta show up and play. That's not a league issue, fam. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. And the play wasn't like the play wasn't dirty or nothing. It was just a basketball play, like tough basketball. Yeah, tough break. it happens. That's it's part of the game. Rookie of the year front runner Lamelo Ball has suffered a broken wrist, which will likely end his season. Damn. Sucks to see it come to this. Danny says it's going to end the season. Likely, he getting a second um a second opinion. That's his shooting hand too, so. They're going to be cautious with, like, he's gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of them. 
young fella, we just gonna shut you down. Yeah, we just gonna shut you down. I mean, that's so unfortunate because the Hornets is one of the funner teams to watch this year too. I thought they would have been fun to watch in a playoff set and just getting that experience as a young group together. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to that, – not only does that hurt Mello, but I think that that could potentially harm that growth. But better get him healed than he a 19-year-old – what you call Lamar Lamborghini? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to – you got to nurse Put him that. in the garage, let him mend up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't risk it. Now, I will say, Sco – I know this opens the door for Anthony Edwards, and I'm okay with that. I just want Anthony Edwards to go out there and earn it. So if he's going to do what he's been doing the last couple of weeks, which is, you know, 29 points here, 34 points here, 40-something points here, say no more. He earned it. But don't give it to him by default. Like, because I think Melo has done enough to where injury shouldn't hurt his campaign. Oh, for sure. No, if, not um, with under 30 games left. I yeah, no. Nah. If, if Anthony goes out and, and he's – Stand the, the the course for what he's been doing, then I'm not mad. But if Anthony starts playing like crap, and then you say, "Well, Lamelo's hurt," let's just nah, nah. It's been enough games. He's been a starter for more than half of the season at this point. He he earned it, broken wrist or not, he earned it. See the thing was like Zion just didn't play enough. He would have got it if he played 15 more games. He just didn't play enough. I think Lamelo played enough to wrap up this rookie of the year race or just go back to Cole like I like sometimes oh, that? when two, when two yeah. people deserve it like it's not a bad thing to let somebody share an award Cole MVP Cole rookie of the year like ain't, that ain't the worst thing in the world yeah that's a fact I tell you what is the worst thing in the world being a Rockets coach <laughs> the struggles the struggles continue Segway King the struggles continue, dropping their 20th straight game against the Thunder, losing 114 to 112. It's a lot of talent on this team, but something's just not clicking. I know Nick alluded to it. Just it's him. It's not. It's not all. Him. Not all him, but, but the bail is the bail is a lot for. Like at a certain point, you gotta have some accountability. Like I'm not good enough to where I can't get coach these guys to one win in 20 trials. One win. I'm not talking about playoffs, winning season, 500 record. One win. 20 tries. And look at the talent they have. Like, yeah, they've been in and out the lineup, but has anybody been paying attention to OKC? Like, OKC doesn't have a whole bunch of talent. And it seems to me like they're trying to tank, but in trying to tank, they're playing competitive basketball. That's coaching. That's culture. Silas gotta he gotta step it up. And one more thing, um, I'm gonna wrap up real real quick. But you know, he is a coach's son. I saw somebody uh, mention Stephen A's comment about Luke Walton, or not Luke Walton, about Steve Nash, and you know about privilege or whatnot. I feel like being a coach's son that's that's some privilege compared to being a two time MVP, Hall of Fame point guard. Mm. So you know we gotta stop. You know we sometimes you just gotta coach. Sometimes you gotta be a good coach. That's it. No, I agree with that. I, I agree. Losing 20. I mean, you bring up Luke Walton as a Freudian slip, but he's never lost 20 in a row. And we all don't like Luke Walton as a coach. Like, you can't even slip and fall your way into a win at this point. So, something no, got to no, get. 20 in a row is outrageous. Like, yeah, that, something got to get. That's a, little, that's a little crazy. You, know? you can't even defend that. No, nah, like, not at all. You can't losing 20 games in a row. Like, you, you can win one game with John Wall. Like, you, you got to be able to do something. <laughs> John I mean, Wall at 11, and Victor Oladipo. Yeah, and Christian Wood. 
So it ain't like you devoid of talent. I mean, Coaching. Nick alluded to them being hurt, but I mean, I mean, but if you lost twenty straight school, you probably ain't won since what January. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. I, like I, it's hard. To, yeah. It's hard enough to come to work after like one L. Like I lost 20? twenty of them. No, nah, that locker like, room can, is like, can you ima- tripping. Can you imagine if this getting thirty? Like. He he's not going to be able to coach it for a long time. Like that, that's that's the big that's the bigger picture of all. Like if you, you do thirty zero, nobody's high. That's the worst part. Keith. Yeah, that's the worst yeah. part. Because yeah. when I seen the twenty, I'm like, he, fam, he might not get another shot after this. Thirty in a row? Hell no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so, you're not going to get another shot after this. To to y'all point, like I don't want to see this be an indictment for the rest of his career. I don't think it's. Um, he did go into it thinking he'd had a, a different team, but also at the same token, you got to understand when, when James Harden didn't have you on his list and you didn't talk to James Harden prior to taking the job, you have to know it could be a possibility that he's not endorsing your coaching services and he might not want to play for you. You got to know that going into it. Oh, yeah. You know? But, you know, to your point and to a lot of people's point, we don't have the luxury to, um, to pick and choose our opportunities. You know, when we give him, we're, when we're given opportunities, like, oh my God, they gave us an opportunity, we're gonna take it. So, I, I I do feel the bail, but 20, 20, 20 games, you got win, you got win one. I mean, the funny thing, despite that twenty, they still ain't got the worst record in the league. So. <laughs> that's a fact. That's well, yeah, that's a fact. And you know, they were the fourth seed for a little bit. It it got to a point where people were like, James, you sure you want to leave? Like this team is clicking. But I mean, yeah, they eleven and thirty, so they must have been eleven and ten or. Yeah, yeah. No, they was they, they was got, they, they was close to that tonight. So we'll see if it's going to be twenty one. I mean, who they say was the last team losses? Most one in Philly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the um, yeah, Philly had yes. Tell yeah, us about that. Tell us about 30 that. Thirty and thirteen. Thirty and thirteen. That don't matter. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nice try, but thirty and thirteen in first place. Let's go. One thing. One thing. I mean, the process took a decade, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of seasons, a lot of lot of down under seasons. But one thing, one thing I do want to see them do is, if you're gonna be fair to him, trade all the people that aren't gonna be long term pieces. So the older depots of the world, you gotta figure out what you want to do with John Wall. Kevin Porter looks like he can run point guard though, so you might want to consider if John yeah, Wall can, can get out of there. But get the people that aren't gonna stay out of there and see if Stephen can take who's going to be there and create a culture. Because all this, uh, he has a, a team full of people that are one foot in, one foot out, seemingly. For sure, for sure. Hey, Keith, tell us what's going on around Baltimore. Alright, Skull, let's get right to it. Texas Southern defeated Mount St. Mary 60-52 in the first four of the NCAA tournament. Damian Chonkey had 14 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists in a loss. Florida defeated Virginia Tech in the opening round of the tournament 75-70. Noah Locke had 10 points and 2 rebounds in the win. In the second round, the Gators were upset by Oral Roberts 81-78. Locke had 17 points and 4 rebounds in the loss. Houston defeated Cleveland State in their first round game, 87-56. Justin Gorham had 10 points and 4 rebounds in the win. In their second round matchup, Houston went up against Rutgers and won 63-60. Justin Gorham had 4 points and 2 rebounds in the win. 
Rutgers Montez Matthews had 10 points on one rebound in a loss. In the Terps opening round game, they defeated UConn 63-54. Daryl Marcel had 7.7 rebounds and 4 assists. The Terps will face off against Alabama tonight for a shot at the Sweet 16. In NBA news, the Pelicans defeated the Nuggets 113-108. Will Barton had 16.6 assists and 3 rebounds. The Sixers defeated the Knicks 101-100. Emmanuel quickly had 10 points and 3 rebounds in a loss. The BCL playoffs begin tonight with 5th seeded Loyola at 4th seeded Mount Carmel, 6th seeded John Carroll at 3rd seeded Mount St. Joe, 7th seeded Goretti at 2nd seed Archbishop Spalding, and 8th seeded Calvert Hall at top seed St. Francis. Nitty Gritty Sports Talk would like to congratulate Archbishop Spalding Jr. forward Cam Whitmore on being awarded the BCL Player of the Year. Let's go. Saturday, we had our first COVID casualty. VCU versus Oregon was deemed a no contest due to positive tests throughout the VCU program. Was hoping we got through the tournament without one of these. And what suck, man? VCU got the ball from Baltimore, man. Ace Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get a chance to play in the tourney. But I mean, it's, it's the times we live in, man. It's unfortunate. I think the telling thing, they said they went like the last two or three weeks, they've been like COVID clear, like no issues or anything. So. For it to happen like a day before you play, you get two positive tests. That's got to suck. I got some updates on them games, too. Uh, St. Francis is beating up on Calvary Hall 36-23 at the half. All right. John Curl in the 5 4 in the third quarter. John Curl up, a, up Mount St. Joe 48-24. They killing Mount St. Joe. Jeez. Loyola beating Mount Carmel 49-41 to end of three. This weekend was full of upsets Starting on Saturday 11th seed UCLA defeated 6th seed BYU 13th seed Ohio Defeated defending champs 4th seed Virginia Who always seems to get upset They lost to UMBC I'll never forget that That's, That's inexcusable I mean, yeah, even though you come back and win a natty the next year, it's like, yeah, you still lost to a 16. Yeah. <laughs> lost to the Retrievers. Like, you're the first team to do Like, come on. Come on. You got 14 seed. I, excuse me if I'm saying this name wrong. Seems like it's a, a church school, so no disrespect. Albaline Christian oh, yeah, they, stuns they third seed Texas. <laughs> Yo, can we, can, while we, while we right there, did you have another upset you wanted to see, Scott? I got a, I got a lot more, but they happened on Sunday. Okay, no, nah, because I wanted to say something about Shaka Smart. Because oh, at some point, Shaka, you led VCU to the Final Four. Okay, we give you that. That's cool. But at some point, when you get to these big schools like Texas and all the money that funnels in in Texas, you got to be able to go to at least the second weekend of the tournament at some point. Shaka's been at Texas now for over five years, I think. And Shaka ain't seen the second. I don't even has Shaka seen the second round. Just like the first or second time they made the tournament. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah, they haven't even been making a tournament. So like, yeah, like at some point, yeah, they gonna really have to look at Shaka Smart. And I hate to say that, but it, it's it's not it's not it's not working at Texas with him. Like that's Texas should be bringing in the top recruits year in year out, and they should be producing. It shouldn't be a question whether or not they go into the tournament. Despite Texas, okay, they won the Big Twelve this year. But Kansas was put out the tournament. They didn't play Baylor. Like, uh, at some point, I think Shaka Smart got to be on the hot seat. 
The only Shaka we can trust is Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, Shaka, he got a cruddy now and everything, yo. Like, he still yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> man, I saw that. I said, yo, what is on his head, man? But cruddy now, yo. I don't he's even still... see the talent there. Like, it's yeah, got... That, it's that's, a... my, that's my point, Sko. Yeah. It's... Like, that's Texas, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know this ain't Duke or anything, but fam, y'all had Lamar. I mean, we... We came up with a team for y'all. Like, it's been talent that's gone to that school, and I haven't seen it since you've been there. So what's going on when you in these in, in these living rooms? I know it's hard to get a one-and-done in Texas, but, you mean, there's no talent in, in Dallas, Austin, San Antonio? It's a huge state. I mean, Kay from down there, I mean, granted, he got Oklahoma State ties. I think it was family ties, but, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's talent down there, yeah. That was a good point, Keith. Good point. Sunday saw Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago, defeat Illinois, number one seed, who I had winning the whole thing. You talk about a bracket buster, I don't even look at it no more. Just imagine when you when people had UV winning and they lost in that first round. That's a bracket buster. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was terrible. But, yeah, you, yeah, it's the Big Ten, though. It's, it's more about the Big Ten than it do about Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, like they 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 messed the beat on each other, beat on each other a lot this year because they all looking weak right now. There's only two teams left, <laughs> and one of them and both of them play tonight. So what if both of them lose tonight? Then what happened? Then you, you you done the whole the whole conference out. Yeah, I, yeah. They, they a lot of mistakes they made. They didn't rebound. I don't I don't know my man's name, but do you got to be forty five years old? And he was big enough for Kofi. He was big enough for Kofi. Like he. <laughs> well, in the tournament, in the tournament, seniors were always going to be underclass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that was. That, that's all that yeah. was. He wasn't better than him. He just knew what you know how to play basketball. It was a lot of familiar faces from the, uh, from that uh, final four run they made. A lot of familiar faces that were there. So I mean, that moment wasn't big for them, but like, you're the number Illinois, one seed. I met on Illinois. Met on like a three, four, five zero run. Loyola went on an 8-0 run. Like, they, they just was, they just know how to play better, but basketball better at this point. That's all. And it's because they're older. That's all. The moment. They've been in the moment before. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's kind of like losing a little bro. That's like when the Western PA lost to the Browns. I mean, right now, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Now they run Chicago. It's right? Dead, it's dead. It's dead. Word, it's dead. right? You know, we get unlimited crab kicks in the city, Right? <laughs> right? No, unlimited. Crack. Watch yourselves. We had a raven on y'all getting a little too y'all getting a little bit too big for the britches. Man, we need a stale on, man. That's why I'm. I'm doing. You the talent booker. Get him. <laughs> now I answer my call and I say I'm a Baltimore station. Cause it smells. They know it. But let them know that I'm on here to hold it down. I wanted Ryan Clark, but it looked like he on. He at the house of athlete, man. He might not. He Hollywood. His skin is clear. I don't know. Oh, he at HOA now, too? It looked like he took Chad's spot. Man, Lindsay, you took who's spot? Around, Chad. Lindsay, tell Lindsay <laughs> for real. Yeah. Ocho not there no more? Nah, not the last two weeks. Mm. Ryan Clark looked like he got a, a, a stylist. He on there dressed. Oh, wow. Well, he might I mean, be here yeah. for a while. RC been, on, been doing this thing on TV, though. I, I think I told you that offline before so yeah, I was like yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of y'all cause he, he definitely speak up on stuff too like he don't let he don't let nothing slide none of that stuff they try to 
Them narratives and, they try to throw. And he's a Lamar advocate. Bring him on. Get him. No, he definitely is. He definitely Go is. Go get him. Go get him. 11th seed Syracuse wins over 3rd seed Western Virginia. I guess I owe, I guess I owe Bayham an apology for what like Didn't I give him a U-tripping a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, he deserved it, though. Yeah, he was speaking on stuff. Yeah. He had no business. Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah. He, he can coach, though. I have to give you that much. Man, his son was lighting him up, man. That That's what I text Keys yesterday. I said at some point, granted, Bayham, everybody respect Bayham, but at some point you really got to put the utmost respect on that man's name because year in, year out, he's playing in Sweet 16s and, and Final Fours with, with, less, with less talent. Like, with less I'm talent. Be, I'm, I'm on Bayham. He got one. Like I said, I think I said this before. He got one of a championship, too, though. If, J- if, I mean, Jay Wright, if Jay Wright got two, then you, you should have two. That's Jay Wright got better talent, too, though. But I, but the one thing about Bayham. But n- yeah. now he did not. No, not overall. Jay Wright, Jay Wright did have better talent on them on them national title teams. I think he, I think Jay Wright had better teams. I don't think he had better talent. Like they, them, 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 that 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 team with filling them, they wasn't that that talented of a team. They just was a great team, a great team. I feel like Jim Behan, he had way better talent than that. Like they just don't be good teams. He be getting pieces here, pieces there, and they, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they yeah. like never at the same time. I mean, the benefit to Behan. In Syracuse and this style of play, period, is that two three zone because don't nobody see it that often. So when you when you only got a day to prepare for it with that type of length, and you're not gonna hit shots, and mm-hmm. you you don't know how to how to really attack a zone because now you got to play half court basketball, which West Virginia really that's not really what they do. Nope. Um, they run and gun. So yeah, that that zone is like a matchup nightmare. Like the tournament is just a battle of styles. That's all it is. Styles win fights. And that two three zone can win. It can win you a lot of fights in this in this setting. I'm not sure who they have next, but um, yeah, Houston, they could, they Houston, they yeah, like Houston. they can beat Houston. <laughs> Houston <laughs> been my dark horse, though. I'm gonna stand on that since everybody. Houston should have lost the Rutgers. They like, should have. Like look at this. Like just look at that. The, the, the that that quadrant of the 16. You got Louisville, Chicago, Oregon State, Syracuse, Houston. Syracuse can easily get to the final four. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <why>. <laughs> Syracuse can easily get to the final four with those four teams left. And if Buddy keeps shooting it like that, yeah. Nah, Buddy was looking like Carrie at one point. He was just jacking. Like, yeah, God. Buddy was on fire. But Ruckers, they 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 melted that last what four minutes? I want to say. Yeah, Ruckers fashion. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they fell apart the last four minutes. I thought they kind of had it, you know, under control. Houston went on a I think a fourteen two run. Oh, they ended that. Them. Yeah. They had their foot on their neck for sure. Shout out to Gerardo playing with that hip pointer. That was. That was tough. I mean, you could see the pain on his face. You saw him post game talking to his mother. Yeah, he said he's a savage. Yeah, I like that. I like that Damn, attitude. You knew I was going to play Mama Savage. All right. I like that attitude. I'll be hip checking him all game though. See how savage you are. Um. Well, that one hip check had him. He fell on the floor. Yeah, he went right out. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Take me out. Twelfth seed Oregon State ends. Fourth seed Oklahoma State's run. And lastly, yeah, they're they not a real 12 seed, though. So let's, let's get that out. There. No, 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 no. Yeah, definitely give them their flowers, but they not Oregon State. They ain't no real 12 seed. And Oklahoma State wasn't a real 4 seed either. That was. Well, I mean, if you're talking about teams that ain't real seeds, I mean, Loyola Chicago technically ain't no real 8 9 seed either. Whatever nah, they, they were. Should be, they should be more like a 6. Because if you look at the statistics, I forget what the, what the uh, ranking is, 
but it's like some ranking that's based off of analytics and like Loyola Chicago is like ranked fourth in the country. Mm-hmm. So like they, mm-hmm. the fact that they're eighth, another team that's misseeded, Oregon. Like Oregon's misseeded. I think we saw that today. Like they just they ran through Iowa, but Oregon another team that that was misseeded too. Mm-hmm. Luca scored thirty six and they still lost by fifteen. But that's because you don't see Pac twelve basketball. Like people, nah, like the Pac twelve has the potential to have twenty five percent of the Sweet Sixteen. Like they, yep. the Pac twelve can have twenty five percent of the Sweet Sixteen. That should be the Big Ten one would think when you bring in eight, some six to however many teams they brought in. Nine. Yeah, nine. But yeah, the Pac twelve's Pac twelve's on pace to send like four teams to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, there we got there we got two in there. Yeah, and USC and, and plays UCLA, Kansas tonight, and Colorado UCLA, plays somebody. UCLA blowing Abilene. Yeah, so they already got three pretty much. Yeah, and UCLA blowing Abilene out. Yep, exactly. Lastly, Oral Roberts defeated the Gators to continue their Cinderella run. Go ahead, Keith. I ain't got much to say. No, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't be quiet now. No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing, Nitty Gritty. You know that. Um, is, uh, that t- is that time I can, of year? I can, we can, I can talk about it. Is that time of <laughs> It's a bad loss. You can't lose the old robbers. Is like, that time on, of like, year, <laughs> man? You, like, I'm, I'm, you, you can't. It can't happen. Like, you're not supposed to lose. Like, after what they did to Ohio State, you're supposed to come in, like, on high alert. Like, you're supposed to be like, all right, yeah, we can't let what happened in Ohio State happen to us. And we took our foot off the gas. And we let them steam us. And it, it, it's, to me, it's just a, it's, it was like, it was, it was a testament to our season. It's been times throughout the year, but we just, to me, we look soft. I'm going I'm to I'm call a spade a spade. We look soft. And I don't know if it's because we lost our key player um, with him, with his situation passing out on the court, but we look soft. And Oral Roberts, yo, they punched us in the mouth. That boy, I don't know how much he had. He had like twenty eight on us, man. So I'm, I'm disappointed. Man. I'm disappointed in us, yo, because we, we had a chance to really be playing in the next weekend. And here we are. We at home, yo. We lost to to Oral Roberts. That's what I'm saying. It's, it sucks. The, the, the you can't be in the Sweet Sixteen because you can't be or. Like, I mean, that's just trying to be so respectful. He tried. He didn't come out right. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Because I woke up to text. Nah, he's he not. <laughs> no, only, I mean, because it's, it's like you, when you are, you know, that level of program, it, it's you got a sweet 16 right there. Like, we here, we 16. Then you got, come on, man. You, you can't, at the end of you can't lose the old Roberts. Like, it's just, you can't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can set a program back a couple years. Like that's that's the type of that's the type of oh, loss you can set a program back a couple years, man. <laughs> I ain't getting set back. It's a bad loss, yo. It's just it's a bad loss. You got to be able to execute, <clears throat> and we didn't. I think Trey, man, he looked he was hot in the first half. That man got cold in the second half. Like we just. And you guys lost a lead the second half. Yeah, which is not cool. Yeah, ain't Colorado in the Pac-12? My fault. I ain't even cut yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Colorado in the Pac-12, So they can have too. five teams. They can have all five of their teams in the 316. Yeah, see, that's hard. Because I think they only had five that made it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, they can have all five. Is Kevin O'Connor going to be one of them dudes that, like, like a mid-major Cinderella story NBA draft prospect? Because the more I'm looking at him, like, he he's, he's a small ball five. If, if, if at least a stretch four. Who you say, Nick? Who Banner? Uh, Kevin O'Banner. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can be. Is he one, is he I mean, one he, of them stories? If he keep playing like this, I mean, I everybody's looking. Yeah, everybody's looking. His game is NBA game. Like, he's not a quintessential big man, but in this day and age, you don't need that as yeah. big man. He moves his feet. He can shoot. He can rebound. That's that's NBA modern basketball. Look at Montrez Harrell. Same body frame. He can be. He can definitely be pr- productive in the league. He keep keep playing. He keep beating people. He keep doing this. He it's gonna yeah. be some eyes on him. Now, sure. fast, I mean, remember last year? That's the one thing we talked about. Like, this is like where you see these guys who maybe they're ready to take that. Like, this is where guys shine in the tournament. That's why I'm part, That's why I'm mad. Cade them lost because I was really looking yeah. for him to make that deep run and like, all right, let's let's really see that imprint. I think we'll see that from Suggs because he looked good earlier too with Gonzaga. But and Gonzaga got the probably got the weakest the weakest bracket I've ever seen in the history of, of tournaments. By the way, but we, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah, they, who they, they going to play next? Even Creighton, Ohio. Yeah, they they like, setting that up. God. Yeah, they setting. And it would have been Creighton over Virginia, so it, ain't, it, it, it wouldn't have been that bad. It wouldn't because Virginia can't shoot to keep up with them. Yeah, they setting that up for them to walk, for sure. They beat Norfolk State almost by 50. Yeah. yeah that, was, game, that game today against Oklahoma, it, it was the score on top. They, 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 they ain't had no problem with them today. This was like their worst shooting game, and they still dubbed them by – I mean, they still beat them by double digits. Oklahoma could not get a stop down the stretch. Nope. And he set, I mean, you setting them up, they're going to either have to play – I mean, depending on who win the, the Kansas-USC game – Oregon, Kansas, or USC in, the, in Elite Eight. They, that's, all them teams, they should be able to beat by 15 points. But we'll see. And of course, Michigan down early. Yeah, yeah I'm this looking at that. They're down 13 to 6. They're down 13 to 6. Merlin's going to have LSU. to come and save the day, the night show. I, I, I'm telling you, yo, that we, I think who, who asked early can Alabama, can Maryland slow Alabama down? I really think they can. I, I, if if they make if, if Maryland's able to score tonight and they're able to make Alabama execute in the half court, yo, it could be it it'll be a close game. That's but all, that's all. That's all. Maryland got to cut game. down on the turnovers, and they got to be able to execute as well and, and put points on the board. But if they can do that and keep Alabama from them runouts, then yeah, we'll be they'll be okay. Listen, man, Saxon ain't walking through that door. Y'all, and <laughs> like, keys. I was expecting keys to come in here. Be talking big Maryland. He 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 on the calm side. It's nah, cool. You gotta, you gotta be. It's sweet sixteen. Yeah. I need gotta, something to come out during the sweet sixteen at least. Oh no no no. Trust me, Nick. <laughs> Trust. If they win tonight, <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Then you got UCLA in the next round. You could be UCLA too. Just yeah. gotta get through tonight. Gotta get through tonight. Yeah, I'm keeping game. it simple. I just got Corona. No no liquor. I mean no hard liquor. <laughs> just Corona. Keep it simple. Keep it nice and simple. Stay nice and alert. I, I respect it. Nah, if Merlin keep it simple, they'll win the game. That's all. That's that's what it is. <clears throat> this has been a fun tournament. I must admit, though, like even just the upsets, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the beauty of it, man. Like these, like I think it might have been my father I was talking to, but like these dudes who play these mid majors, like now with these AAU settings, they play these dudes all year. Like they right. play these dudes, so like mm-hmm. they. Oh, so you went, you went to Ohio State, and I ended up at Oral Roberts? We Bet. beat y'all in AAU. Bet. Yep. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, that ain't yeah. used to be the case. So now, and then you got these four-year players who've really been there. Like, yo, they're seasoned. They they know how to play the game. They know how to execute in pressure situations. 
and you 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 see it like and and it's a be it's a beautiful thing to me, cause like anytime you got these men majors beating UVA's and stuff like that's it's, it's beautiful. That's what it's all about. And Keith, you you briefly brought it up, but I wholeheartedly agree about last year the void of the tournament for all the fringe prospects, not even fringe yeah. prospects, but prospects that could improve their draft stock, like somebody like a Josh Hart. Like, yeah, definitely. you know, he was able to hoop during the tournament, improved his draft stock, showed what he's about, and he was able to carve a role in the NBA. And he's always going to have that role because he's a, a good role player. Yeah. And, in, and in this sense, like, you know, just having them have that arena to go out there, compete, leave it out on the floor, show their competitiveness is, is definitely what the world's been missing around, these t- around this time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you see it. I mean, the, the, just the raw emotion, man. It's, 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 the, it's the beauty of the game, man. You got to love it. They always pan into a kid, though. They always find some kid in the stands. <laughs> Ohio, yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, it's going to be okay, it, baby. I love it. Like, stop crying, man. Especially It'll be all right, John. Yeah. Come on, Blake. That's what Wait till you get about, to the car. Man. Shit, Luca Garza couldn't even get off the floor. No, I dropped 30. I dro- what do you drop? I dropped 36. I'm not crying. I'm going to the NBA. <laughs> I'm not crying. You, I don't know what's wrong with them yet. Are you a Kevin Pitsnoggle comparison? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo, he's a second round draft pick. on the show. He's a second round draft pick. Or somebody might be dumb enough to take him number A. Yeah, he's he probably going to be a late first round. He, late he first round? Yeah, somebody take him late first round. Yeah, with a G League run? Before getting probably, called up? Probably Minnesota. They look at him like, yo, it's Kevin Love. Do you, does anybody know how much he weighs? 255. That's what they got him down. 6'11", 255. Yeah, I'm going to have to. He's going to have to. He's slow footed. He's going to have to lose a little bit of weight. To be able to he's really slow. Modern NBA. They're going to pick and roll his ass to death. <laughs> They're going to be cooking him on defense. All right, Keith, hit that button. Keith said his name a couple weeks ago, and it, and it irritated me. Artie Burns. We switched to football. Artie Burns. Where is he now, yo? I don't even think he in the league, yo. Nah, they mad Elam, though. No. He's done, done, then. <laughs> they was did Artie that. that bad, though? Artie was terrible, man. <laughs> Artie yo, was. But, no, no, he on the practice squad. He on the practice squad what, the for some joint? No, it's nah. still say quarantine Pittsburgh. Why? No, nah, well, go I'm about, away. I'm about to say, I'm looking at this thing. It say he played with the Bears in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, we got him away. Yeah, go away. Leave. Yeah, he was terrible, man. He his rookie year, I'm looking at him like, all right, we got a dog. It it never materialized after that. He was he was hibachi. Yo, he was getting cooked it, right it, in it front was of you. Like, he, he was a first round pick too. He was. He was a first round pick. He went to Miami. You thinking a corner from Miami? Ah, dog, we got one. No, sir. No, sir. Yes, go. So what happened? Y'all declined his fifth-year option, which made him a free agent last year. The Bears signed him, and he tore his ACL in the preseason. Or all, I mean, I guess minicamp off. Oh, darn. 
training camp. He tore it on August 18th, it said. So, yeah, he probably rehabbing now to try to come back. <laughs> Audie Burns is great for y'all. Y'all really like him. Yeah, I bet. Y'all need to sign his ass to a long-term deal. Yeah, I'm sure. Nah, nah. I'll keep Joe Hayden until his 40s before I do that. <laughs> Joe Hayden on nah. People were going to catch Joe Hayden this year. You said that going into yeah. last year. Right. And, people and it didn't happen. People were running past Joe Hayden all year. Who? Stefan Diggs? He runs past everybody. That would put Joe Hayden in the slot. That's, that's where he's that's nah. he best at. Nah. I know it won't be Sammy running past him. I, I tell you that. Phone lines are open. Who wants to talk to Nitty Gritty tonight? Miles. What's up, fellas? What's up, Miles? It's been a while. What's good, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, it's been a crazy uh, weekend as far as like um, brackets and everything. I don't know about you guys, but uh, my bracket is done. Who would you have going to the uh, championship? I actually, it was Michigan. And I had Oklahoma State, just because mm. I like what Kate Cunningham there. So I was just like, mm. I would love to see that matchup, but not gonna happen. Bust you. Uh, I, I'm still pulling for Michigan though, because I'm I remember when um, a lot of the pundits were slamming Michigan for hiring Jawan Howard as the head coach, saying it wasn't going to work, and he's got these boys playing. I mean, it's. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't want to say. Amazing what we do with an opportunity, ain't it? Uh, it's it's it, a lot of like I mean I think let's see your got your show last week and that's all I mean a lot of it that's what it is like if you just give these guys a chance they can show you what they got. Um, I was just telling a friend of mine the other day about you know the Buccaneers and here we are in a free agency and I mean the, the what the NFL those guys like those, the teams that had coach head coaching openings had what filled them by the Super Bowl. Like they didn't even bring Brian Leftwich in, didn't bring Todd Bowles in, nobody. And I was just like, okay. I mean, as a as a, tell me if I'm wrong, but as an organization, if you want to make sure, hey, we don't want the Bucks to go back to another Super Bowl, we need to like pick those guys apart. I don't. It, it doesn't I make sense. A bunch of, I think it's a bunch of hate. That's what I think. That's what it is. They yeah. They upset that they went out and won a Super Bowl their first. Tom Brady first year, man. So it was a bunch of hate. But they definitely should have got an interview. At least I agree. Oh yeah, at least at least. Um, Todd Bowles had one, but he had got word that he was just mm-hmm. going to be the Rooney interview, so he canceled it. So speaking of that, um, what do you think is going to like have to change? I know they should, they put in that rule now where if you hire. A minority coach, you get like what a compensatory pick or whatever. Um, what do you think has to happen just to get more black coaches in the NFL? Head coaches. Let me, let me tackle that real quick. So two things have to happen. One thing has to happen is uh, something that hasn't happened in 500 years. So that's dead. The second thing that needs to happen is uh, more people that looks like us in ownership positions. Mm-hmm. But that's tough when there's an old guard of the ownership positions so i don't know fam it don't it, i don't know i don't know i remember when um, uh shannon sharp was getting at mike tomlin about you know uh tomlin was talking about how there are not that many opportunities like dog you've been how long you've been a head coach in pittsburgh right and how many black coordinators have you had 
And I agree like, with him on here. Shannon was one hundred percent right. You had all these opportunities, and it's like you can't tell somebody like they're doing they're not doing the right thing when you're in position to do so. I, I also think that you know that Tomlin's probably being told from up top, and the victim you know. can't be the like like he can't be the person making the changes before everybody else. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's a good point. That's not fair to him. Yeah. Um, and and, and mm-hmm. working for the Rooney's too. I mean, yeah, you know. I think that's a part of it as well. Like they just put their token. I'm not gonna say. I mean, it's he's he's the he's we put one guy out there, so that's enough. That should be enough. It, um, and he was the last choice. It just so happened that mm-hmm. it halfway worked. You know. Yeah. Um. So I saw you guys post uh, Duke's not in the tournament, and that you know, um, I've been arguing because I'm a Tar Heel fan, so. I've been I've been arguing with Maryland Terp fans about this so-called rivalry with Duke. It's not a rivalry. It's just relax. It, it's not. I'm just saying what, what it's not. Your, what, would you, what would you characterize it as? It, it's it's Big more so because bro. you guys played in the same conference for a while. Ooh. Like that's what it is. Like <laughs> just I mean, all time there. all time Duke is one fourteen against Maryland sixty three. That's not a rivalry. Like that's. <laughs> but there's context. Yeah. There's got to be more context than that, bro. I think it's a rivalry. What more context do you need? They play in the same conference since when? Since the Gary how long? Williams era. The Gary Williams era should be context. Since 1926? <laughs> the Gary you Williams era. You couldn't get 100 wins since then? battles, bro. There was too many battles. Too many upsets. Yeah, on Maryland's end, probably. That makes sense. I mean, I, I, listen, I like your energy as a Tar Heel fan, but <laughs> y'all wasn't y'all wasn't that either. Like back in the day, y'all y'all was I all mean, right, but you yeah, know. but we got championships, so I think it's what it is. We yeah. got we got rings. Don't um, we got a ring? Yeah, but don't. It's not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a refrain from any Maryland talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, I'll give them. I'll give them. Serious question though: Do you guys think that Turgeon? Deserves another year as head coach there. If he, if he, if he won the night, night. It, 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 he would be <laughs> there until as long as he wanted to be, honestly. Yeah. Take this okay. team to the Sweet 16. Because it's been um, up and down since he's been there. Yeah. It's just they, 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 they've been so, they've just been very, like, it's just up and down his entire tenure there. Just and he's had some good guys, but they just can't seem to just get Miles, together. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, so you're a UNC fan. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel when the ACC got shaken up? Because that, I think that's one of the things that um, just hurt my – not my love for college basketball, but mm-hmm. I was—I actually was a big college basketball fan because I'm always checking for those ACC games. I'm always checking mm-hmm. for Maryland versus NC State, Maryland versus Wake Forest, Maryland versus Duke. But once they switched that up, it was like all the history and tradition is gone. Yeah, it, I didn't like it just because of the, it, it felt like when they broke up the Big East. It's the same situation. It was the same thing. Like, it was just all these rivalries that had been around for you know, 60, 70 years. And, and the, the close, like, proximity that all these schools were. And now with the AC, you got, you know, you got Boston College and Syracuse. And it's like, it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel the same even when they play each other. But we know when, you know, North Carolina and North Carolina State and Duke and NC State. And yeah. when Maryland would go at, you know, Duke and, and UNC, like, it. It felt right. It just even even I, the ACC, I get it. You want it, more the market. ACC Big East Challenge was it the mm-hmm. Big East? Yeah, that they had the challenge? yeah. Even those yeah. games. Yeah, Maryland versus UConn. Like, come on now. 
Because it was it was the bad like those two conferences for a number of years were the probably the best two in in, ba- in like for in basketball period. So those two going at it was like, you know, odds are one of these the schools coming out of these these conferences will probably be in the final four, at least two, one from each one. Like it's, they're going to be in the final four. So when they broke the Big East up and then they broke the ACC up, like I get it, you want more money, you want to expand the reach into New York and you know the Northeast and stuff, but the, the the ACC was a mid-Atlantic conference. That was that's what it was, and now they're just I don't know. Like it's it's all a money grab. I wasn't a fan of it. Okay, fair enough. Um, so the LeBron and his high ankle sprain. Uh, I saw the power rankings today. They took the Lakers out of the top five. Are are you worried? Define worried. Like it's the high ankle sprain. LeBron did not look. He tried, he walked off, and he he clearly looked. He was pissed. Like it was just. For the record, how I long never like you... <laughs> I never like high ankle sprains for basketball players. Football yeah. players they come back. They can come back a mm-hmm. little quicker. But basketball players, it's just too much cutting, too much jumping, too much exploding, off a weak ankle. So, but worry if he comes back by um, end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. If him and ABD's back, you know it is what it is. Okay. It's just that they may not. I mean, do you but think they they're, they're, somebody's going to take the number one seed from them? Oh, they, they don't got the one, number one seed as it is. Um, mm-hmm. As far as, like, their chances, I mean, their chances, in my opinion, and Keith might add on to this, but in my opinion is just they got to be healthy. They can, they can go in as a six, seven, eight and do mm-hmm. what they need to do if they're healthy. Right, I think that's, that's yeah, definitely going to be Yeah, I second that. Like, I think I said earlier in the show, I think the one or two seeds would be mad to see us as a seven or eight as opposed to us seeing them as a one or a two. So the biggest thing for us at this point is just health. Okay. And um, before I you know, get off, um, I guess Raven talk real quick. Um, so Sam Wax is coming in the building tomorrow. Sammy, Sammy. Y'all got a wheelchair um, for him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny how I think free agency works. Like it's like when the free agency started, we were all talking, "Oh, let's get Galladay, let's get uh, Allen Robinson." And then as the days went by, we're like, "Yeah, we Sammy's gonna be good." I'm just like, "No, let's keep that same energy we had going in." Like Sammy wasn't on our radar as fans, and now it's just like because he's the last one available that we're gonna grab. Do you have handicapped parking available up front close to the door? Oh, my God. You're a dishwasher. Okay. My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. I mean, the broken elbow. My fault, my fault, my fault. I I mean, they they showed, uh, I think, the stat line when Greg Roman was there his first year in Buffalo, and Sammy had 1,000 yards. But then, I mean, the next year he only played like six, seven games. So so here's the real. Here's the real. So, Yeah. Ravens fans were very unrealistic. Going back in our 20 mm-hmm. years, whenever we ever paid top dollar for uh, an offensive threat, mm-hmm. ever, right? So that's not even in our DNA. Number two, when have we wasted – I mean, when have we compromised the, the chance to get a compensatory pick for a free agent? Right. Like, we're the type of team that was going to wait until you cut somebody, whether it's now or in training camp, and then we go and pounce. Mm-hmm. Um, because Judon left, so that's a possible third round pick right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you sign, if you sign the Kenny Galladay's of the world, you can kiss that goodbye. And the third round pick, they looking at it as that's cost control, it's cheap asset. So yeah. it's 
Ravens fans expecting you know us to splurge on wide receivers, fam. We we're gonna throw the ball twenty five times a game, regardless right. of right. who we got. Again, Lamar is a Lamborghini. We ain't changing nothing. We just we led the lead. Seven seven point five percent of our passes were dropped, which led the lead. Mm-hmm. You bring in anybody that's not Willie Sneed that can catch. <laughs> it makes the offense better. I mean, Greg Roman, yes, he needs to go. But Greg Roman can't catch the ball, too. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, we can just bring t- more talent or better talent, mm-hmm. people that can put their hands around the ball and let it go into their hands and fall to the ground and be deemed down and have it a completion. We're good. We had issues with that last year. Well, um, also on the defensive side, though, do you guys feel like we let Judon go, yet Yannick go. It sounds like maybe they'll grab a pass rusher in the draft. I'm not sure. Everybody, From what I've seen, scouting report-wise, a lot of the pass rushers are more projects. They're not, none of these guys are really ready yet. It doesn't, there's no Chase Youngs in this draft, I don't think, right now. Um, do you think they're counting on their young guys a little bit too much again? Like, we, we saw that last season. It didn't work out. And now they're count on Jalen Ferguson. They brought back Tyus, who, who's we more no so J- better at pass no covering. But... Slander here. <laughs> <laughs> we just had him on the show. No slander is accepted here. No, I mean it's like it's not his Ten fault sacks. that he wasn't he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. He was just. I mean, you had Yannick and Nadju down in front of him. They just weren't putting him on the field when they when they needed to. It's like when you got like five guys are rotating through and somebody's going to get lost in the sauce. So it's What's just that? I mean, we. I mean, Wink Martindale. One thing that he does do is he sends blitzes. And how many yeah. sacks did Judon have with all those blitzes? He has six. That's six. Not, yeah, then you gotta guess. He that's, has six. That's not good six. Yeah. With six. the amount of times that we blitz, that means the mm-hmm. efficiency is not there. So you can average. You can average twenty five <laughs> points a game if you're shooting thirty two percent from the field. Nobody's looking at it or respecting it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I will say Jalen sound hungry. Yeah, he does. I'm, I I want to see what hungry. he can do. I just, I think he hasn't had many opportunities. I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he hasn't had a lot. Now he's got the chance to do it. Um, yeah, I said even if they bring somebody in at this point, whether it be free agency or would you um, like, would you the like draft, like Dunlap? he's gonna be he's gonna be the starter for sure. Would you Daddy? would you like Carlo, Carlos Dunlap? Uh, I if mean, he was right. Yeah, I mean you. You can't. I mean, I think they definitely need to get more interior pressure. Uh, they said Dunlap. That's what he does best. It's like it's not necessarily the outside stuff, but putting his hand in the ground and uh, getting in between the guards and the center. Like that's what he does best. I think that while Calais was a good run stuffer for us last year, he didn't really get any interior pressure. So if we could, if the price is right, yeah. I mean, I'm used to AFC North. He knows how to play up, play in this, this uh, division. That the price is right, sure. Why not? That's, I think, where it starts for the Ravens. It's like, I think the secondary is right. They just, they if they can get interior pressure, I think everything else will fall into place. That's going to be key for them. I think they put a lot of pressure on their young linebackers last year. Um, and then their cornerbacks got, you know, caught up as well just because they couldn't get there. So, so if you if you were a GM, how are you approaching the rest of the offseason? Like, what are, your, what are your main things? At this point, um, like I said, you bring Sammy in because he's a decent possession receiver coming in. Um, I did like the pickups they did with the the pass game coordinator, I think out of Tennessee, um, and the other uh, wide receivers coach, I think out of Arkansas. I did like those hires. Um, 
in the draft, they obviously have we're going to have more picks than they started out with. I remember DaCosta had did like an Instagram post when he was, I think, at a the virtual combine they they did, and he said that at at that moment they didn't have the picks, the number of picks they usually are accustomed to. So clearly, what we saw was we're going to get these compensatory picks, and um, I think they're also going to maybe use it as leverage if there's a guy there. In like the if there's a guy that drops into like 17, 18, that they'll go ahead and go up and get him. I think that they need to definitely go draft another offensive lineman. While Zeitler is good, they need a guy long term. They and I think there are guys that are there that will be in the first round and they can go grab for sure. Um, I think that the Orlando Brown thing, like if now that the free majority of free agency is over. I definitely think you use him as trade bait going into the draft because as, as tackles start coming off the board, teams are going to start getting antsy. And I think they'll be willing to trade a little bit more than they are willing they would be willing to right now. So maybe maybe getting some, some good worth out of uh, Orlando Brown, maybe a player, uh, maybe a pick for next year or something like that. Um, and then uh, going into, I think, you know, second and third round, you address the holes, like maybe another cornerback for Tavon Young. I haven't heard anything about his uh, – his injury and him recovering. Um, so maybe you get some replacements there, some definitely some outside linebackers to play some needs. Um, I mean, all in all, I think that for the Ravens, at the end of the day, it starts in the trenches. If they can get those two parts of the ball situated, I think everything else falls into place. That's a fact. Miles, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Always. I appreciate it. Uh, um, is this your guy at the Hunter show or is it next week? Three, three more. Next three more. So three more. Next Friday. Three more shows. Next Friday. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll probably be on for that. I'll try to call in. <laughs> hey, we'll appreciate it. We'll we answer the it, phone bro. for you. <laughs> All right, man. You guys have a good rest of the show, man. Thank you, All man. Right, man. Thank All you. Right, man. Sco, Steve Kerr told Logan Murdoch. He enjoyed last season when the Warriors were 15 and 50 more than KD's final season with the Warriors. He's lying. That last year was tough. Uh, there was a lot going on. Some, yo, they got, some that you know about and some that you don't. It was very difficult. We had great energy, great spirit, great camaraderie. Losing sucked. But what you want is a good vibe. You want to look forward to going to the gym every day and seeing everybody. KD replied, that's hilarious. Yo, they got to leave that man alone, yo. yo he's he's, he's gone. His business. Yo, he's gone. He, his he came right and won now. y'all two championships. What you mad for? Millie Vanilla coach. And what LeVar Ball said? Come on, yo. <laughs> LeVar said that. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> yo. That's the problem. Yo, we need LeVar on Nitty Gritty, yo. That's a fact. Like, that's that's the problem. It's him. Talking about you had more fun losing. No, you didn't. You can't. You are it's a impossible. dynasty. What are you talking about? It's impossible to have more fun losing. It's impossible. Like that's that's impossible. Steph is losing fam. this year. He looks like he's he's miserable. Yo, fam, you have nine championships. What are you talking about? He's capping. <laughs> Leave that man alone, man. He's in Brooklyn chilling. Leave him alone. Like I'm saying, like you can't. He came and one without without him, y'all don't win those two chances. Like it doesn't happen. It just don't happen. It don't happen at it all. Happen. Go say that to Draymond. He the one that threw the vibe off. Yeah. I don't think the vibe was uh, was messed up before that. Right. 
What'd you think? Just because he a freak? Draymond's still doing dumb shit. Like, come on, man. Keys, who you got? I got Speedy Claxton. Speedy Claxton. Speedy Claxton. That's a name right there, boy. Who knows where Speedy at? <laughs> Keith, who you got? Stand in the spirit of March Madness and what I say when it's a tournament and you perform well and we ain't really heard of you, sometimes you end up getting drafted and you end up being ass. Um <laughs> RJ Hunter, if y'all mm. remember him from Georgia State. I remember they he went on that, that run, yeah, they hit that shot, went on that run. Celtics took him first round, twenty eighth overall. He was in the league all of like a year or two. So yeah, what happened to him? But that's what the tournament's all about, so. Get I mean, paid, got, get paid, young man. They got Kyle O'Quinn drafted. Tournament got a lot of people drafted. Kyle <laughs> got Kyle O'Quinn drafted. <laughs> Nick, who you got? I got uh, Chris Douglas Roberts. Oh, yo, I thought, I thought CDR was gonna be like that. Yo, no, I really did. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yo, Chris Douglas Roberts was that. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, he was. I thought he was gonna be that. <laughs> Damn, what happened to yo? He had he a little run with the Nets. See, yeah, yo, he yo, got drafted. Damn, I'm out of the Google, yo. Yeah, he got drafted. I think he even got drafted to the Bucks or the Nets. He played for both, though. He That's a name drop right there. Yeah, CDR yeah, was nice at Memphis, man. CDR was nice. He was there with D-Rose? Yeah, yeah Joey yeah. Dorsey yeah, and them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that team that lost. So it looked like he ain't played ball since 2016. He was with the Texas Legends. He was with Speedy the Clippers Classy. and Bodcast before that. He had, he had Harsha his alma mater as assistant coach. That's what it is. Good for him. Good for him. And Harsha. He had Harsha. And Audie Burns, if, you, if you're hurt, get better, man. But stay away from Pittsburgh. <laughs> you're not welcome. It's always a job for you in Western PA, Audie. He can call a game if you want. and get in the broadcast booth. <laughs> 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 Stay away from opposing wide receivers, man. And with that said, we're going to go into the last commercial break, nitty gritty. This ad is brought to you by Lavelle Body. Lavelle Body is an all natural, handmade skin and hair care line for men, women, and children. So if your skin is dry, your hair is damaged, or your beard is having problems connecting, shop Lavelle Body today at LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC on Instagram. Again, that's LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC. Rest in peace, Elgin Baylor. Legend. 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 Changed the game. Didn't say it last week when they have him. Rest in peace, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Rest in peace. Good show, fellas. Great show, man. Appreciate Jalen again. That's always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely he was more he was a lot more open this time. He a fan of, I hey, he made a fan out of me. What is it, seventeen games this year? Fifteen out of seventeen games. That's my guy. That's my guy. We'll take it. We yeah, play 18 yeah. games, Sco. Y'all play 17. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Because I don't know, Sco. We're not going to end like we this. We don't need no bad luck. We don't need no bad luck that right now. 
You're not going like this. I don't want no problems. I like Jalen. Just I'm glad his towel right next to the toilet like mine. That's all that matters. I'm glad both of y'all got him. It's you got one? Had, huh? You got one? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when I was bowling, I had my I had a little had a steal of had a, a steal yeah, of I remember towel that too. Ugly time when we used to bowl. Mm-hmm. We yeah. gotta get back to bowling, Scott. Yo, I miss it, yo. I miss. You still it, got yo. your balls? Sure do. Let let me end the show. Please. Yeah, we might have to go out bowling, Scott. <laughs> sure do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we'll Shout be back same time, same place. Everybody be blessed and be safe. Nitty gritty. No, no.